Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Premier Scott Moe is joining us. The Premier is critical of Justin Trudeau's India G20 messaging. The Premier argues damages the, uh, the, the Prime Minister has damaged trade relations with one of Saskatchewan's and one of Canada's most significant trading partners. Plus, there's been some musing by Premier Mo about engaging the Charter Notwithstanding Clause as far as his government's pronoun sex education for students under 16 and their parents' policy is concerned. Premier Mo, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing well, Roy, and I, I hope you're doing uh, equally as well. I'm doing well. Thank you very much for asking. I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about the Prime Minister's visit to India, which cannot really be described as a success because I was reading Indian media and they weren't very happy with Mr. Trudeau's presence and his uh, his messaging, but your concern is what the Prime Minister didn't say or didn't do as far as trade with India is concerned and how that impacts your province. Tell us about that, please. Well, I, I will, and maybe just before I just make a comment on, uh, in your intro, you talked about um, uh, the, the, the federal government, the Prime Minister announcing uh, some uh, changes uh, with respect to the GST on rental properties, and right. I think that 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 has uh, you know an opportunity, and that's uh, across the country to make uh, some degree of difference. And I, I although we weren't consulted on that uh, to move uh, together, that's something I think we'd have a, a look at here, most certainly in Saskatchewan, and uh, to address uh, you know some of the housing concerns, quite frankly, that we're having here, uh, like they are having in other areas of the nation. Um, uh, they could go further. We have uh, significant uh, uh, challenges uh, in the federal scope uh, in our uh, Indigenous housing in, in, in First Nations communities, which is entirely um, federal responsibility, and we would uh, hope to engage on, on that conversation along our our Indigenous leaders as well. Um, so credit to the federal government, something you don't maybe hear enough uh, from me on, on this show for that that policy. Um, on to the India trip, uh, probably less credit to the to the federal government. Uh, we had a disastrous trip in 2018. Uh, now, unfortunately, uh, probably an equally disastrous trip. And I, I fear this one may in, in some ways have been by design. I, I hope not. Uh, with the pause on the, 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 the EPTA, or the Early Progress Trade Agreement, uh, prior to going uh, to the G20. And, and, you know, listen, I, I can get into, you know, some of the impacts and the importance of the of a strong trade relationship with India to Saskatchewan with 30 or 40 percent of, of Canada's uh, exports to India uh, come from our province. That's why we have a trade office there. That's why we have ministers on the ground uh, annually or two or twice annually uh, quite often. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, to go to a, a, a summit like a G20 summit with not, not a bilateral conversation between countries, but a G20 summit, summit with many, many countries uh, in attendance and observing, and for a uh, Canadian leader to do some finger-wagging or, or pro provide public criticism of the host country, in this case, uh, India, uh, that's simply not the way, uh, that, that's not the Canadian way. 
we, when we have challenges with a country, we'll address it bilaterally. We'll address it by, uh, you know, modeling uh, what the greater good is. Um, this is historically how Canada has had an influence in the world. And to uh, show up and to blatantly finger wag at a, a multinational convention uh, or, or, or uh, a gathering at the host country, of which we already have a reasonable and strong trade relationship, one that we in Saskatchewan and I, I think across Canada would like to grow, just simply isn't the way we traditionally do things in Canada. And so uh, if, if this is by design, uh, I think that uh, should be tre- tremendously disappointing uh, for, for all Canadians. I know it is uh, for us in this province. How do you see, Premier, how do you see this decision by the Prime Minister to pause talks with India on the EPTA negotiations? How do you see that affecting this country on a national basis? Certainly it affects your province, as you said. Uh, you are the key trading partner within the Confederation with India, but how do you see it affecting our country nationally? Well, I, I think it'll have a tremendous, uh, tremendously negative effect on our, on our country nationally on a bunch of fronts, not just on the trade front, but on the um, the, the uh, number of students uh, float back and forth between India and and Saskatchewan and and Canada. Um, I think actually to 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 just further emphasize the importance of uh, the broader relationship with India. I think the Premier of Yukon, uh, Premier Pillay, is in India as as we speak or was uh, just this past week working on uh, that territory's uh, relationship with India. And so it's going to have a, a tremendously negative effect um, and, and um, on, on, on our broader relationship with India. Um, but I think paramount among that is uh, the, the trade relationship that we have, of which we in this province uh, um, are doing a significant amount of trade with India. That's why we're on the ground with 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 a trade office and with ministers quite often. Um, but we want to expand that into the future, and this uh, you know does have the potential of, of restricting of restricting that expansion. You know, in addition to students, in addition to trade, uh, import and export, uh, we do a significant amount of research collaboration with India as well. When last time I was there, there was a Saskatchewan company sold a thousand air drills um, uh, to uh, a number of cooperative farms in India, and that's how we're sharing innovation and technology. And so uh, entirely uh, problematic and a relationship that uh, um, unfortunately we in this province have experience on on repairing and, and, and working on in post-2018 uh, visit, which was uh, also problematic. And uh, we most certainly are, are looking at, uh, you know, what the impact is here now and uh, how we address it uh, from Saskatchewan's perspective um, and, and protect our trade interests in, in India, of which we most certainly are. Um, back to the EPTA, mm-hmm. we, we have no... Um, explanation as to why uh, that trade agreement, and it's, it's it's an early progress trade agreement, but why the Canada paused that? They've Canada's confirmed they've paused it. They've confirmed they've cancelled their their trade mission to India, but we don't know why uh, they have paused it. There was an FPT with our minister Harrison um, and other uh, um, Canadian uh, ministers of trade uh, in attendance, and no explanation as to why we would pause that agreement. And so I I don't know uh, why that agreement is paused. Uh, and I would hope that it could get back, uh, everyone would get back to the negotiation uh, table sooner rather than later because all trade agreements are positive. Um, we can work on other things uh, as, as bilaterally and, uh, you know, in the, in the true Canadian fashion um, that, we, that we always have um, by leading by example, uh, yeah. quietly talking to other countries. Um, that's the Canadian way, and I would say it's been effective over the course of the last 150 years. Well, I understand as well, Premier, though the federal government had no interest in Saskatchewan assisting in preparing 
for the trade talks in India. Here you are, the key participant in the in our national confederation, and yet you were not, uh, when you extended uh, the offer to participate in preparing for the negotiations, you were turned down. This is a continuation of what I've been hearing from you and Premier Smith in Alberta, the relationship between the Prairie Provinces and the federal government on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe 3? And it speaks to a very unserious an unserious uh, federal government and being viewed increasingly as an unserious government abroad. And, and that's problematic for, for, for all of us uh, as, as fellow Canadians. Um, no, uh, Saskatchewan and to my knowledge, other provinces uh, haven't been uh, involved in, uh, you know, providing uh, guidance and providing uh, input on the trade relationship, the trade when, when, when they were negotiating uh, the early progress trade agreement or the EPTA. Um, and most certainly I would say a, a province like Saskatchewan in a, in a, in a relationship uh, and a trade agreement with a country like India, would be able to help Minister Ng in, in, in a large way. We have an active trade office on the ground. We're the largest exporting province uh, to the nation of India. We have opportunities to expand that export, and we have those contacts and relationships uh, that most certainly, I think, would be helpful for the federal government. When I was last in India this past spring, um, we had... Uh, on the G20 grounds when the uh, foreign uh, ministers were meeting. Uh, Minister Jolie was there, and we hosted a Canadian-Indian um, 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 gathering one evening with uh, four or 500 people there. Both spoke at it and, and, and talked and met uh, to many folks and tried to bring that, uh, you know, that Team Canada approach uh, to our, our Indian relationship, okay. and, and, and we just don't see that happening uh, with the current minister. Yeah, it's unfortunate because uh, the theme of uh, discontent, let's call it, between the Prairie Provinces and the federal government continues. Let me ask you in the minute or so we have left to give us a sense of uh, how and when you might engage the notwithstanding clause in the Charter as far as your policy for parents and kids under 16 in school is concerned. Well, certainly uh, not today. Um, the policy is in place and active uh, here today, and, and school divisions are looking how, at how to implement it. We've said we'd use any tool necessary to ensure that remains the case. Um, so the notwithstanding clause uh, would be uh, introduced and, and invoked uh, potentially uh, in the province of Saskatchewan if that was one of the tools or the tool that was required uh, to ensure that policy uh, is active and it is operational in our schools. So today the policy is in place. School divisions are, are implementing it. And again, I would say it's it's an inclusionary policy, bringing our uh, parents closer to their child's classroom and ultimately their education. And we would encourage all parents uh, to do just that. Reach out to the teachers, principals, uh, school divisions, and uh, bring that relationship closer so that we can support our children through uh, their formative years and their educational years. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.